Yeah, thank you, Lord, for our, our matriarch Rosemary, and I pray you uh, would bless her this morning, that you would anoint her, Lord, and I pray that um, that uh, we, as uh, sons and daughters, Lord, that we would uh, hear your word spoken to us through Rosemary and, and the panel members this morning. Thank you, Jesus, and your name, amen. Well, to be honest, I'm opting out this morning because I've got some other people who are going to do the speaking for me. But before they do, I just wanted to read a few verses from 1 Corinthians 13 because as a mother, I think it all begins and ends with love. It's, motherhood is, is, is the gift of love. and it, it, I remember crying when my second child was born. It sounds ridiculous, but I was crying for this child thinking, you poor little thing, I love my little boy so much I can't possibly love you as much poor little fellow he's go- this one's going to suffer which was ridiculous I discovered that a baby brings their love with them and there was no problem at all when that second baby was born all the love in the world was poured into that baby and there was still just as much for the first one and when the third one came there was just as much for that one it's a miracle love is a miracle but it- you can't divide it as I discovered it's just a-, a beautiful gift but no one says it better than I think Paul in Corinthians love is patient and kind Love does not envy or boast. It's not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It's not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. And as I read that, I don't know about you, but I quail. That's a gold standard of love. I don't really reach that, to be honest, but I'm, I, that's the goal, and it's only by Jesus through the Holy Spirit that I can come anywhere close to being patient and kind and all these other wonderful qualities. I have to remind myself almost every day, probably every day, to love the Jesus way. Now, I've got some uh, good friends who are going to come and help me because uh, so long since I was a, a mum of preteens and, and school children and teenagers you know when you when you look back on it everything's glowy you just remember the wonderful things and they're all so gorgeous and so good and yeah anyway the reality is it's a challenging job but it's a, a job with great rewards so I'm going to just ask Alice and Rose and Marie who are currently in the middle of being uh, mothers to children who are still at s- school age so oh Somebody's got a special chair. Okay. There we go. Right, bring your own chairs with you if you need to. <laughs> there we go. Now, I don't think you need to be introduced to these people. Um, Alice is involved in leading home group and does many other things in the church, and Marie with the children's work, and uh, Rose we see in worship and, and also involved in home group and things like that. So there are other roles, roles that they have, but you've seen them in the life of the church, I think, for, for years and their children as well. So we're going to start straight off so we don't waste time. And they have been given five questions to answer. When I looked at them this morning, I thought, I wonder how to answer these questions. So I'm looking forward to knowing how they do it. Okay. <laughs> Starting with Alice over there. What's the best part of being a mother, Alice? <laughs> Any thoughts on that one? Wow. I think um, the best part is just the, I guess, the relationship, the cuddles, the fun times. The I, Yeah, I know it's not f- like, like for me, when I became a mom and as my kids grow better, bigger, it's just like um, 
it gets better every year. It just gets better and better. Um, maybe because being a, having babies was so terrible that you know, <laughs> life just. Um, and I just feel like this is what I've meant to do. I just I really, really, really love children, and it's something that I'm like, this is some. This is of all the things that I've done in my life, this is the thing that has brought me the most joy, has made me feel the most fulfilled. Um, Okay. Um, what was the best bit of being a mother? Okay, so I think that the relationship I have with my just getting to hang out with my boys is my favourite thing about being a mum, and seeing them all be so completely different is amazing, um, and each have their own gifts and their own passions and their own things that they do and I think at the moment too, I was thinking one of my favourite things at the moment is probably to see them with each other interacting and enjoying being together in that relationship I really value yeah cool oh, you've got your own is it working okay cool um best part of being a mum unconditional love for the most part <laughs> better if I do what they want um, <laughs> gets more like that they're nearly teenagers who gave me the mic yeah. anyway uh, and yeah I think it helps as an adult it really helps they help to see you to see the world as a big serious adult through the eyes of the child and um, oh there's nothing like it sometimes there's a, you see it as a big problem and then they just slice through with, with their perspective and I think that is a real gift that that they give, yeah, that um, God can give. And um, the other one I thought of was, you know, um, this was actually a card from Emory for our children for maybe Christmas or Easter or something. It was really cool, but I read it, and it's no one has ever imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. And children are like that. You can't guess what your children are going to be like, and they surprise you every day. And so it's just another way that God can um, can bless us with... Um, with his gifts. We'll start with Marie this time. Marie, what is the most challenging part of being a mother? <laughs> um, I think it might be saying no to things. <laughs> no to things um, that are good things that you want to get involved in that you can't just because you just can't do everything and because I just always want to say yes to, yeah. I think saying no to things is my biggest challenge. Yep. <laughs> I, I think um, when you said that, I immediately thought saying no to your children. Mm. And also as that. the other, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you, 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 just, you just want them to be happy. You want them to have um, life not to be too hard. You want all this. And then you sit back and you go, oh, my goodness. Okay, no, no. Actually then they start to be little monsters and you think, okay, right, we need a bit more no in our lives. Um, So, you know, that, um, yeah, it's really hard to know when to, when, is this a big deal or is this not a big deal? When, when is, when, when do I need to have a boundary or when is it actually, this is not a big deal. Your battles. Um, For me, I think it's, um, I'll be really honest. Uh, when I first had children, I felt quite trapped. <laughs> and so I found that really hard. Um, but then I learned to kind of work through that and get out and about. But the other one was um, t- when you see them face something, when you're literally there to see them face something that you yourself uh, are afraid of or mm-hmm. dread, mm-hmm. like rejection or something, mm-hmm. 
And it really, like, more than it hurts me, like, when it happens to me, it hurts me more when I see it happen to my kids. So that's probably one of the hardest. We'll move on to a slightly different focus now. What about your own mother? What's there about your mother, Alice, that you treasure and you'd love to see in your own mother? She's here, right? She's not here. Oh, there's She's away this weekend. Um, but yeah, it is a bit funny because obviously you all know my mum. Um, <laughs> um, wow. Um, I think uh, I'm really lucky that we have a, have a really close relationship with my mum and something that we've had from when I was, you know, from when I was born through the years um, to the point where now actually share a property together and you know um we did have I did leave home I was away from home for 17 years before we actually did move back <laughs> um but uh I think uh she's a really good listener she listens and is she uh, like she'll tell the story that her grandmother when you when she went in, who she was very close to when she went to see her grandma, she said it was like being in a bubble, just the two of you, and she would focus completely on her and have all her like attention, and you really felt listened to, and I think my mum has tried to, is, is, is like that as well. She really does listen to you, and I think um, I, growing up, we spent a lot of time um, sitting around the table, talking, and um, my... Uh, my friend, who we've been friends since we were uh, 13, says, says, I still remember Sunday lunches, sitting around the table, just chatting, and um, how that had a big impact on her. And um, uh, my mum also tells me that I, um, I told, her, told her to be a bit good listener as a teenager, because I always would tell her, well, that's not a helpful thing to say, or... <laughs> don't tell me that or I don't like it when you say that and so she said that other people have benefited from that and that she's learned all things that are not helpful to say um but yeah I think as as um as a mum actually take it stopping and listening and like that I always have in the back of my mind the one where it says you know um if you listen to the small things that children will tell you the big things because for them they're all big things, and I always have that in the back of my mind, thinking, "Yeah, I, I want my kids to come to me when it comes to those big things when we get to those scary teenage years." You're the only one with teenagers, Marie, so maybe you're. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do I treasure about my mum? My mum um, taught me to pray about everything, and really listen for God's leading and answer about everything. And I know that if I ask her now, she'll be praying before she gives me an answer, which is, yeah, and the kids know they can ask her things and she'll pray before <coughs> before she gives them an answer, yeah, which is cool. And she also pushed me to do things that I wouldn't have done on my own, yeah, <laughs> which I do appreciate because I needed a good kick in the pants every now and then, yeah, <laughs> and I still do. <laughs> My mum is steadfast. Uh, she, I think, I think sometimes when I think of mum, I think the word staunch, but actually, I think it's steadfast because she was, she made it 
point of always being there for us. Um, and But also, it's in all parts of her life. So she's been steadfast in her faith, and she still goes to Catholic church, even though lots of my family have abandoned, including Dad, abandoned church. So she still goes to church, and she's steadfast with her friendships. And every Tuesday, she goes for a cute little coffee play date with her friends. <laughs> that honestly, they had children at the same time. Like, wow. yeah. So my friends are—they are the mums of my friends. So she's been doing it for a long time, and uh, and she can really tell a story. She's funny, mm-hmm. and she's got lots of words in her stories. I don't know. Maybe I've got the same kind of thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, she does. She does. She gets a lot of humour out of things. And um, what was? It? Oh, yeah, she was really thoughtful, um, and she didn't actually, she had her stories, but on the most part, she didn't talk a lot, to be honest, um, and she didn't really seem to have that, I've met people who think that there's a role to play as a mum, like a really standardised role with rules and regulations, um, and I've met people like that, and it can be quite hard to be a mum when you think like that, because you just have to be yourself Um, because God made you to have those children, right? So you're the person for the job. I remember Grandma saying once, (laughs) this is what makes me think of that, we always went for a roast and things, and she was a real roles-type person, and we said, oh, oh, thanks for lunch or something. She goes, oh, that's okay. It's just, you know, this is what my grandma used to do. And so, I mean, no, she didn't. She said, I didn't have a grandma, so I don't know what I'm meant to do. That's what she said. And I remember as a kid thinking, but you are my grandma. (laughs) You don't need to learn from another one. You just are. And I remember thinking that was quite an unusual thing to say. But then I worked out that that's how her mind worked. And and so mum wasn't like that. She didn't say much, but she did a lot. Yeah. She had seven kids, yeah. (laughs) Maybe she didn't have time to talk. Next one, maybe a yes-no answer, I don't know, but um, I'll ask it anyway. Did you have any other role model other than your own mothers and, and grandmothers? Do you want to answer that one, Marie? Um, <laughs> sure, I've had lots of role models, I think. Um, yeah, Chrissy is a role model that I've always looked oh. up to because I came to church and went, oh my gosh, all her kids still want to be in the same church as her. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So I've always admired... Chrissy, Um, Simon and Ginny were at church um, when my boys were little and their boys were two years older than both mine so that was really really encouraging and very very helpful um, to have them, they were quite close to us at home, as you know they lived just around the corner so that was helpful and um, my mum's best friend lives in Gisborne, Uh, I call her my auntie but she's not really and she would be another inspiration because her house is just always very welcoming and yeah full of baking and good things so she's an inspiration Um, I'm sitting amongst them (laughs) I think Um, I really do believe that I get so much encouragement from people and I think you Marie encouraged me a long time ago and it was a Mother's Day service and you spoke and there was one little thing sometimes when people talk there's that one little gem you take away and I think it was near the end of what you were saying and it was like when you've got those chubby little fingers holding your hand and that moment of um, gets me going now, actually, thinking about it. It was a real encouragement because sometimes it is those tiny little precious things. Yeah. Do you want to add 
Um, yeah, I think just again very similar to what you were saying that you know uh, I think our cell group that we've been has been a real um, huge encouragement to me being with um, all the uh, with all these mums and just I was thinking the other day we've been meeting when we when I first came to cell group and I think it was first it was probably not long after it started up. I came with Joshua in my arms because he was too little to leave at home. He was still, you know, he was about three months old, I think. So, yeah, now he's seven. So I was like, wow, that's... Um, so I think, yeah, just... Um, it's great when you talk to mums who who have got kids who are a little bit older. You learn so much from them. Um, and uh, we always joke in, in, in our home group about... Um, Michelle Marie we like if we can have teenagers like you guys then we'll be like it would be amazing you know we just really you know the, the, the relationship and what they they do with their kids um, so yeah I think you learn all the time and just and it's from learning about the struggles as well as learning about like um, the victories you learn about yeah those things yeah well we could probably go on for a lot longer but I'm just going to have one last question for each one and this is um is there a, a Bible verse or a character that has inspired you or is inspiring you in your mothering? Uh, Rose, do you want to do that? Yeah, sure. Um, I had to look her up, actually. It's Elizabeth from the Bible. Because uh, Mary got pregnant with Jesus and Elizabeth was already pregnant with John. And um, so what I loved about this story is that Mary must have been freaking out as maybe Elizabeth was but there was so much joy um, when they met and she was such an encouragement to Mary it's hard to go past Mary as a mum in the Bible but um, it's a little bit off to the side um, and also a lot of the mums in the Bible actually had to potentially give up time with their children to give them back to the Lord I also thought about Samuel's mum Hannah so she wanted a child and God said okay um, but you'll need to give them to to the church and so she did that Poor. and also John the Baptist you know um, and Jesus so there was a lot of letting go that these mothers did and that is one of the hardest things to do so I think I understand why that he's got those characters those people their stories in the Bible um, and a little thing that helps me a lot is the idea of when you love something um, you hold it with an open hand um, and so we often hear that God's got us in his hand, but I don't think he's holding us like this. Um, and I don't think we're meant to hold our kids like that. So that's God's job. So if we leave our hands open and if he wants them to go and do something, then it's the hardest part, but it would be allowing God to, to take that away. Yeah, um, Yeah, I thought this was a really interesting question. I, I actually found it quite hard, but I went... Um, but I read uh, in a book I was reading a couple of days ago about Mary, and um, it was kind of reflecting on how, you know, we have this, uh, we often have quite a lot of, um, how we want to present ourselves to the world. We have a way that we want to present ourselves to the world, and that can be like um, in the roles that we assume, you know, the, the mother role, the whatever role, um, or in the... Um, or in how like in the, or it can be like a masks that you know I've got it all together I'm um 
but we were saying how Jesus was Jesus was completely not like that. He was just completely real. And if he wanted to go to talk to the Samaritan woman in the well by himself, then he was going to do it. He didn't care what people thought. And um, and then anyway, this book was saying, well, he saw that with his parents, that both Mary and Joseph, they didn't care it didn't look good for them when they were had this sort of you know hurried marriage and the baby coming very quickly, um, but they were like, no, we're this is what we're doing, this is what, um, and so yeah, they probably faced lots of things that we don't know about, but um, in doing so, they re- role modelled, you know, just being real, I guess, yeah. I would have found that video that we watched at the beginning quite helpful to have had before thinking about this question. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't think of, I could only think of Mary, and I, she's a bit too yeah, aspirational. Nice. <laughs> yeah. But I was actually thinking that um, the mothers in the Bible that let their children go to Jesus or took their children to Jesus, so we don't know who they were, but that's my, that's what I want to do. Yeah. That's cool. Thank you. You've all been so wise and so open and so helpful. So thank you. Blessings on you as you continue to mother your precious children. When I noticed it, it's in Romans 16, verse 13. It's in a whole list of greetings that Paul is giving to the church. And he says... um, Greet these workers and these workers and this church and that church and so forth. And then in verse 13, he says, Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, also his mother, who's been a mother to me. I thought, wow. You know, we don't think about... Paul just seems so staunch and so amazing and so together. But even he needed mothering. And he obviously treasured whatever love it was. What was special about the quality of love that Rufus's mother was giving, not only to her own children, but also to Paul. So you can be women, you can be a mother to people outside your own family and be treasured for that and honoured for that as, he, as Rufus's mother was honoured in the word of God. And fathers, extend your fathering beyond your immediate family to those around you. People, even like Paul, who seem maybe to some of us a bit intimidating, but he needed love. So don't be surprised at who God leads you to and who um, wants, he wants us to express special love to. Now we've got a, another treat coming, and this time it's um, Andrea, I think, will we'll take over at this point to um, share what the children have brought for their families. Where's Andrea? She's still bringing them through, maybe. Caleb's children are going to have something special to share first. Hi, everybody. Um, Seraphine and Jasper, I'm just here as a, as a, a security blanket. Seraphine and Jasper have written some poems they'd like to read this morning, which is a big surprise for all mums and their mum. Mums work so hard, they are so kind. Thank you, mums, for being so nice to us. I want to say how grateful I am about mums, especially my mum. I want her to know how special she is to me. She is the best in the world. She is beautiful like a song. She is full of fun surprises. Happy Mother's Day, mums. every mum in the world but mostly my one I love
love her. Bye. She is an angel. Good. That's really good. Really good. Thank you, everybody.